then why bother? A trifle strange, isn't it? The ultra-sophisticated, the over-civilized, and yet, you know, beneath the polish, the same old jealousy that you can find in savages. Oh, yes, simple jealousy. For instance, at this moment, Vivian herself is approaching the chrome and plastic bar where Donald is mixing a drink. Donald, haven't you had enough? You're quite tight, you know. Am I, really? I asked you, Donald, haven't you had enough? I don't believe I have. Uh... Will you have one, dear? I've had enough, let me tell you. Uh, this is my party. You might be polite enough to pay some attention to me and a little less to that strawberry blonde. Ah, oh, she's quite attractive in a leggy sort of way. Oh, yes, quite elemental beneath the polished surface. An interesting situation. It continues, of course, as long as the party lasts. <laughs> It continues, as a matter of fact, well past the end of the party, even to the moment when May and Larry are making their farewells. The last of the guests to go. Oh, it was simply marvellous, Viv, darling. Just delightful. I always adore your parties, Viv. The liquor flows like water. Oh, thank you both for coming. My little parties wouldn't be the same without you. Isn't that so, Donald? Huh? Yes, uh, yes, of course. Coming, Donald Lothar? Well, I don't exactly oh, know. Oh, Larry, I... please. What? Oh, put my foot in it, didn't I? I'm sorry, old man. Au revoir, Viv. Let the martinis run again sometime soon. Bye, darling. Ring me, won't you? Oh, soon, darling. Quite soon. <laughs> Donald's for it now. Did you see the look in her eye? Come along, dear. Don't be catty. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> the party's over now. Silence descends on the carpeted hallway for a moment or two. And then, through the muffling walls... You stupid little, silly little beast on that woman. Oh, obvious. stop it, Viv. I'm not interested in her. I've told you make me look such a perfect idiot. Man versus woman. A jealous woman. Where does it go? Isn't it obvious? Of course. Somebody's bound to be hurt. <laughs> Inspector Summers and Detective Pepper arrive quickly from the yard. This seems to be the weapon, Inspector. A twenty-two, Blue steel, mother-of-pearl grip. A lady's weapon, wouldn't you say, Pepper? Looks as if it wouldn't harm a fly. Pretty in its way, Inspector. Pretty and dangerous. There ought to be a law forbidding the manufacture of these toys. Every one of them is capable of death. Funny. What is? The body. Out here, on the landing. Yes. Well, we'll find the reason for that shortly. Not much blood. Twenty-twos don't make much of a hole. Uh, stay here, Pepper. I want the pathologist to see the body before it goes to the morgue. You know the procedure. I'll be inside with the uh, prime and only suspect. Yes, sir. I understand. <laughs> All right. Tell me how it happened. Don't you dare to talk to me like that. Take hold of yourself, Miss Davis. I need the answers to a few questions. I'll answer that. Don't you dare. That's my telephone. Yes? No. This is Inspector Summers of Scotland Yard. I see. 
I'm sorry, Lady Munsey, you can't speak to your daughter just now. Yes, she'll be coming down to the yard. You can come there if you wish. Goodbye. Now will you leave me alone? You know who my mother is. Which do you prefer, to answer my questions here or to come down to the yard? I refuse to answer anything. That won't look well in the report, miss. Oh, get out of here. Get out. Take hold of yourself, Miss Davis. I told you and told you. Donald and I were arguing. I suppose I grabbed the gun from under the pillow where I keep it. He tried to take it away from me. And next I knew there was a shot and he was mumbling something about a doctor. And then, then he was dead. Oh, now leave me alone. Leave me alone. Inspector Summers felt that further questioning was indicated. The location he chose was his own office at the yard. Where did you get the gun, Miss Davis? 